I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Friday. Well, since you put it that way. Let's get this party started. It's showtime. Yeah, tomorrow is Friday. Almost made it through the week. Seems like a little bit of a short week. been hot, but it's been short to me. Yeah. We're ready for another hot one today. Scattered storms, 95. But I did look ahead to the weekend. Uh, sunny over the weekend and cooler highs in the low 80s Saturday and Sunday. It'll be a nice little break from this almost 100-degree weather. Yeah, so 10 or 15 degrees cooler over the weekend. That's good. Man, I got a lot of stuff to catch you up on this morning. A lot of stuff happening. Um Somebody is about to miss out on a million dollars. No. Yes, and I'm going to tell you all about that coming up. And it's somebody in Forsyth County. Oh, snap. Who's about to miss out on a million dollars. Throwback Thursday. Let's start it at straight up 6 o'clock with Blake Shelton. Well, I caught my wife with another man. And it's me in here and love got me out. Wake up with the Wolf Show. Throwback Thursday. There's old Red Blake Shelton. 6.03 is the time. Starting out warm and muggy this morning. I don't know if you've been out this morning yet or not, but you're going to feel it when you go out this morning. Going to be that way today. Humid, hot all day long today. Already 76. Mm. <laughs> I'm sweating just thinking about it. Yeah. Hey, listen. Um, there was a million-dollar lotto ticket. In the New Year's Eve Mega Millions drawing sold in Louisville. Now, the Education Lottery is looking for the winner because this is going to expire on Thursday, June 30th. Oh, man. The winning numbers were 2, 5, 30, 46, 61, and 8. I mean, I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> Well, if you don't claim this ticket, and it's yours. So if you live in that area or if you were passing through and you picked up a lottery ticket at the Circle K on Williams Road in Louisville, that's where the ticket was sold, and you might have a million-dollar ticket. Oh, you know, you gosh. buy those tickets, and you know you got your other stuff, and you stick it in mm-hmm. your pocket, and you get in the car, and you go on about your thing, and you forget it. You know, you, especially if the drawing's like three, four days away. I wonder, like, I don't wonder if something happened to this person. Or if they threw the ticket away and forgot all about buying the ticket, or or if they, I don't know. It's just that's crazy. I don't know, but again, if you were around Louisville and bought a lottery ticket at the Circle K on Williams Road in Louisville, then you best check your pockets. Again, those winning numbers: two, five, thirty, forty-six, sixty-one, and eight. 
and that expires Thursday, June 30th. Now, if you how, still pass that, you don't get your money. How do, how do you buy it in Louisville, but they know you're in Forsyth County? They just, they know. They, they, they track all this stuff very That's closely. That's pretty crazy. So anyway, check your check your pockets. See if it's out there. Please, please. And look, if you know, we should get a finder's fee. We're letting you know that you're, you know. Yeah, if you feel like uh, you wanted to throw us a little something, something. We're good. Yeah, that's fine with us. I don't Honestly. know of any rule against that. We got a medical bill or two. Um, how many times do you think you say no to Frank in a day's time? <laughs> More than I'd like to know. I've often thought about, you know, you, see, you get tired of saying no. No, 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 no. I just no, get no. tired of yelling. Yeah. Dad, you know what I'm talking about, too. No, 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 no. I checked into it. Put a number on it. Hey, over 100. You really think that's realistic, that you say, oh, no, a hundred times have, a day. Have you met Frank? <laughs> right. But, I mean, that <laughs> that is a lot. All right. I'll say, like, 64 and a half times I tell him no. Because half time, I'll be like, no. Okay. All right. You knew better. 23 is the number uh, on the average that you say no to your child. You know, my daddy always said I was above average. <laughs> you know what the number one thing you say no to, by the way? Food, number, candy. The well, of course, that's on the list. Can I have a snack before bed or whatever? That's number two. Number one is, can I stay up late? Oh, my God. Can I sleep with you, Mommy, please? No. Can I sleep with you? No. Mommy, I have candy now? No. See? <laughs> Just get used to hearing it. It's reverberating in your head at all times. Last oh, no. night, it was uh, he already had a bath and wanted to go out into the grass and the mud. And No. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. No, absolutely not. Happy early Father's Day to all you dads out there. You got your special weekend coming up. Giving away those tools this week. We got more of those coming up. And since it's Throwback Thursday, we're throwing in a little throwback. Yeah, we got a Hank Williams Jr. tickets. Tickets to see Bo Cephas up for grabs today. Give you a shot at that at 640 this morning as we get the day started. Happy Throwback Thursday to you. Luke Combs on the Wolf. 40 HP Johnson on a flat. Wake up with the Wolf Show. It's Dale O'Brien, Annie and Chase. Chase on vacation back next week. By the way, again, we're going to play the number one song, the new number one song in all of the land. Coming up next. Hang all on. Right. right now, I want to tell you a story. And I really think this is, for a lot of people, worst nightmare scenario. Happened to a man named John Deere. <laughs> Nothing to do with the tractors. His name just happens to be Deere. And it's spelled like the animal, D-E-E-R, John Deere. Uh, this happened just a while back. He was fishing off the coast of Panama. He was alone in his fishing boat. When he lost his balance in the boat and fell off into the water. Oof. Now, the boat was on autopilot and just sailed off and left him in the water. And he was 10 miles from shore. So he falls in the water and he can't even see land. And he's panicked but not so much that he's going to drown. He's an experienced, you know, seagoing guy. So he's screaming at the top of his lungs because at the moment it's all he knows to do. My boat, my boat. And it just keeps getting further and further away. Now I will tell you, he survived this. And afterwards he Instagrammed this. He says, I was convinced I was dead. Mm. No one knew I was there. Well, there's your first mistake. Yeah. Go let somebody know you're going out. It was five in the afternoon, and the sun would set in an hour. Oh. He says, I panicked, and I was screaming out. 
I finally calmed down after watching my boat sail away until I couldn't see it anymore. Mm. Um, he said, I normally would not attempt to even swim 200 meters, let alone 10 miles. But he said, what choice have I got? I'm out here, sharks in the water, 10 miles from the shore, I either swim or die. Yes, sink or swim, basically. So, you know, fight or flight kicks in. So he said, I started swimming. And I started a routine of alternating breaststroke and back frog stroke. I would get on my back to rest from the breaststroke, then back over again. He said, I was moving so slow, it was hard to tell if I was even making any progress. I felt like it was just, it all looks the same. You can't even tell you're going anywhere. Yeah. He said, but I just kept going. Using the straight side of the moon as navigation while it was above me, and then the stars later, I managed to make it. Above all, he says, I'm just glad to be alive. Later, by the way, his boat was found destroyed. Oh, man. So I'm assuming he had to have had his life jacket on or he'd never been able to stay up that long, I don't think. I don't know a bunch of more of de- the finite details of this thing, but think about how scary that would be. I am <clears throat> I am absolutely terrified just hearing you describe it. Yeah. And you're right, Dale. I hopefully he had some kind of life jacket on because I was a swimmer in high school, been a swimmer my whole life, and I've done like long swims, like long length, long distance swims, and I'm telling you, something not even as long as a, uh, as a mile is exhausting. Exhaust? Yeah, it's like oh gosh and this is in the ocean and the tide is pulling you like i just don't see i just don't see how this all worked out and as much as i'm like fight or flight i'm like if this was me i don't i don't know if i'd be so terrified to stay still or to move in that water i couldn't tell you because i hope to never be in that position but i am terrified thinking about it yeah i actually had a bad dream about this oh, gosh, I when i read it. after i read this story because i read it shortly before going to bed mm-hmm. and i had a bad dream about being in the water the ocean is a scary place that's, anyway yeah. especially at night yeah that's what i was gonna say i love the ocean yeah. but i am terrified of the water at the shore in the daytime yeah i much prefer to sit by the ocean and listen to it yeah i want my little just my little toesies in the in the beginning waters there <laughs> so oh, gosh. thank 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 the lord this guy survived that but what a harrowing situation to be in the whole thought of being in the water watching your boat go Mm -hmm. away from you and disappear and you're 10 miles from the from the beach i would cry i'd probably be crying the whole way just praying it'd be like a movie someone come pick me up please oh my gosh can you come pick me up (laughs) oh god moral of the story maybe don't go fishing alone or maybe don't walk around the boat while it's moving and you're by yourself yeah you're gonna stop or whatever cut the autopilot off no doubt drop that anchor terrifying guess you'll never do that again right never 623 i promise the number one song in the country it's here parmalee take my name take my hand let me make you mine i'm through Wake up with the Wolf Show. It's Throwback Thursday. That means college of throwback knowledge. And today it's 90s TV dads and kids questions for me. That's right. So uh, basically I'm going to give you the TV father uh, and you're going to give me the children. But I'll give you multiple choice and not four options. I'll give you two options. Oh, thank you. All right. Starting out with number one. Stuart Stew Pickles. He had two children. Was it Nathan and Chris, 
or Tommy and Dill? Tommy and Dill. You are correct. Carlton Winslow. <laughs> if I can remember which one it was. <laughs> was it? Was it? Oh, gosh. I lost it. <laughs> it went you away. You lost it. Hold on a second. I can do the buzzer. <laughs> you didn't get to do the buzzer. Uh, I'm blaming this MailChimp ad. Okay. Here we are. Back on. Carlton Winslow. Was it Eddie, Laura, and Judy? Or Stu, Lisa, and Julie? Are these even right? <laughs> I think you got the wrong batch. I think I did too. Won't even let me click the right answer, Dale. We're going to the next question. We can come back. We have to. Okay. Dan Connor. Was it Danny, Roseanne, Will, and Ben? Or Becky, Darlene, DJ, and Jerry? Becky, Darlene, DJ. I don't know where Jerry came from. I don't know what happened since yesterday. I took this myself. All right. Frank Costanza. <laughs> was it Paul, Richard, George, or John? <laughs> George. Serenity now! <laughs> I knew you know that one. All right. Martin Crane. Was it Fraser and Niles? Fraser and Niles. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, Philip Banks. Was it Laura, Carson, and Scarlett? Or Hillary, Carlton, and Ashley? Hillary, Carlton, and Ashley. How did I do? You did good. Besides the one I messed up, you got five out of six. Well, you can go back and dig that up and see what that is. Because like, I don't think either one of those was right. I think something got askew there. I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe I just forgot. Yeah. I don't know. I had Eddie, Laura, and Judy here, and it doesn't tell me it's right or wrong, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I did good, though. You did. Pull <laughs> me. Pull me another. Wake up with The Wolf Show, 704. That's that one trait you know you got directly from your dad. You went, yep, this definitely came from Pops. 680-WOLF, we posted up on social media. We posed the question yesterday and had several responses. Tons of responses. I think everybody likes to admit how they're most like their daddy. And Leslie Esty says, it's the bluntness when I want to be and at the times when I we both need to zip our lips, we know when to do that too. Know when to shut up, keep your mouth shut, but don't get run over either. You right. be blunt with them. Uh, Terry Fryer's kind of like me, definitely the sarcasm getting from their father, which I said a smart mouth and quick wit. You know, it's funny. Many people find sarcasm funny. Other people cannot stand it. My ex-wife could not stand sarcasm. That doesn't surprise me. She she hated when I was sarcastic. She would just give me this snarky look. She she didn't like it. She's like any TV show that had sarcastic humor. She just just thought snark. You know, it was just sarcasm was just rude and snarky to her. Oh, rude. <laughs> That's just how she felt about it. Kyle Phoenix says he gets an obsessive compulsive cleaning. Uh, he goes, I tone it down from what my dad has. Which he toned down from what his dad <laughs> Gotta love those generational curses being passed down. <laughs> um, Renee's got a hot temper just like her dad, and it comes out more than she'd like to admit. <laughs> yeah, well, that hot temper, man. That's A lot of people have trouble controlling that. That gets you in trouble. Charles Walker says he's got a hot temper, too, like his daddy. And um, Susan's got stubbornness. Michelle said his attitude. <laughs> um, Gloria said she's a little different. She says she's quiet like her dad. 
kind of got the low self-esteem, had to learn how to talk and interact with people. Me, I could not imagine. Have, I don't have quiet, like shy parents whatsoever. Neither one of them are introverts. They're both in your face, talk to you, talk to your off kind of people. Um, Deborah, also like me, she said she's being tight with a dollar. Squeeze so tight the eagle screams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never heard that, but <laughs> I understand it. I can tell you. Um, Ashley Wilkes said, upon first meeting us, people think we're quiet, but when you get to know us, you wish that we were. Isn't that so true about so many people? <laughs> you see their true self once you get to know them. Oh, yeah. I like to let people think that I'm quiet and then. I don't know how you do that. What, how would you do that? I just don't. As loud as you are. I can be shy at first and then you're, give me about five minutes. But you're so minutes. loud. Then I open up and I'm loud. Yeah. I don't mind. This booming voice. Mm-hmm. Jan says you got the best of both worlds humor and temper. I just well, does she mean temper as in bad temper or temperament yeah, where he knows? Probably bad temper, I'm right. assuming. Okay. And my my favorite <laughs> my favorite comment to boot was from Jerry Carter. He said, My bald head came right from my daddy. Yeah, I hear you. That's, a, that's one thing. My dad kept his hair his whole life and you know, I still got my hair. But that's all I got going for me. I'll tell you that. Oh, Dello. Jeez. A cold beer's got twelve ounces. A good Wake up with the Wolf Show, seven twenty-three. Talking dads, traits you get from your dads. One thing your dad learns to do very early on in his dad life is embarrass you, right? Yeah, my dad liked to roll up at most of them. He was dropping me off at school, like short, like roll up, listening to really cheesy music and blaring it and dropping me off. Yeah, very considering everybody in front of the school was laughing at me. It's fun. We're talking, hey, Nikki, you're so fine, and this throwing me and blaring it, yelling it out the window. I had to just sure. get out and run to the building. You know, one of these days, you'll, you'll, you'd give anything for your dad to do that for you just one more time. Very quickly, I got to say, growing up, my dad used to do this thing. He'd whistle like, when you walk out of the room dressed for church or you're going to a dance sure. or whatever. Yeah. And I'd be like, Dad! You know, like, stop! You know, <laughs> I would give anything to hear that whistle as I came down a flight of stairs dressed up or something again. Anything oh, yeah. in the world just to hear that cheesy whistle. Celebrating Dad all week this week. One of the ways we're doing it, teaming up with Crescent Tools. You're going to waste some tools. Got a grand prize package, too. A whole set of tools from Crescent Tools. We'll give that away on Friday. But you got to qualify. And to do that, uh, you got to jump on the air with us. A little quiz. Now, I yesterday, these answers were very subjective. I hope that today they're a little easier um, than yesterday. Um, I hope they're, they're very typical things Dad, Dad does. Yep. And hopefully these answers aren't as broad as you. I did give you something where I thought the answers I had in my I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Mind were what everybody would have, but today I think that they are. Okay, all right. So here we go. What call are we taking? Ten again. Ten. Call her ten right now. Six eight zero. Wolf will get you on the phone. I'll answer her questions. I may be telling the truth and I may be making it up. You won't know, but you'll have to make a decision as to whether <laughs> I am or not. Call her ten. Six eight zero. Wolf. Six eight zero. Wolf. Call her ten right now. We're gonna play this little game. Give you some tools and get you into running for that grand prize. A whole set of tools from Crescent Tools. Six eight zero. Wolf. Call her ten. Good luck to you. One, the wolf, you call her 10. Hello. What's your name? Rebecca. How are you this morning, Rebecca? I'm good. Just driving me and my little one to work. All right. Well, we got this little quiz, and she's going to give me the questions. I'm going to answer the questions. I may be giving the correct answer, or I may be making the answer up. You have to decide which one, okay? All righty. All right. You ready? Yes. Let's do it. When a dad says, here, hold the flashlight. What's he typically doing? Working on the car, under the hood, working on something. Rebecca, is he, do you agree or disagree? Agree. Right. Yeah. Spot on. <laughs> Number two, yeah. what typically follows, pull my finger? <laughs> well, um, I'll just go ahead and say a fart. <laughs> Rebecca? I strongly agree. <laughs> strongly, yes. As strong as the odor that comes after pull my finger. You guys are correct. Yeah. All right. Number three. What normally happens when a family gets a little dog that dad absolutely did not want? Come on, Dale. I don't think you've ever been in a family where you got a little dog even though you didn't want it. But this always happens to dads when they did not want that little dog. Dad ends up loving the dog. I agree. 100% true. <laughs> Any dad I've ever met is like, no way, I'm not taking that little dog. They become best friends. Oh, yeah. Yep. All right. And lastly, for all the monies in the world, no, I'm just kidding, for all the tools, <laughs> what's the number one household thing fathers do not want you to touch no matter what? Uh, thermostat. Rebecca? Uh, I'll have to disagree on that one. You're going to disagree on that one? Well, I have to give it to Dale. He's correct. Oh. Daddies do not want you to mess with that temperature at all. <laughs> all right, Rebecca, it's good. You did very well. You got tools from Crescent, and you're in the running for the grand prize, which will be drawn tomorrow. That's a whole set of tools from Crescent. All right, thank you so much. I've along every time I came on. Daytime, what a day for celebrating.
school celebrities of the triad celebrating today. And if you want to get on the big bad birthday list, all you got to do is send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram at 931thewolf or just go to 931wolfcountry.com and get your submitted there. Now on to the special day for all these wonderful people living around here. Joseph Staples kicks it off. He's from Greensboro celebrating today. Courtney Smith of Winston-Salem celebrating along with Katie Thomas of Graham. Craven Denny of Whitsitt. My pal, one of Danny's very best friends, Chris Christopher Giddens, Chris Christopher Giddens of Winston-Salem. He's actually traveling around now in an RV with his wife. They're just kind of bouncing around doing their thing, which is really cool. I'd love to do that. I'm going to do that when when I retire. It's going to hit the road for a while. Yeah. Awesome. It's, it looks like a lot of fun. So happy birthday to you, Chris. Hope you enjoy your day, pal. Keenan Josie of Walkertown celebrating along with Tinsley Christensen of Advance. Frederick Combs of Thomasville. Renee Turner of Walkertown. Corey Truitt of Pilot Mountain. Wesley Holland of Stokesdale. And another friend of the family for me, Mr. Jason Wellborn. We love you so much. He's from Kernersville. I know he's going to hit the road on the Harley today. I guarantee it. That man is all about that bike, him and his wife. Hot day for riding, pal. He might hit it, though. Go grab him a beer later on this evening. Who knows? Maybe he'll wait till the weekend. Happy birthday, Jason. Love you. And I just got to say it. There are zero celebrity birthdays a day that are worth mentioning. So, just in case we missed yours. Happy birthday to you. Wake up with the Wolf Show. It's a click past 8 o'clock. Happy early Father's Day to all you dads out there going into your special weekend. Hope you enjoy your day on Sunday, no matter what you have planned or you celebrating on Saturday, whatever you're doing. Hope you enjoy yourself. Uh, hanky alert. I'm getting ready to play a Father's Day song. Oh, no. And uh, if you look at your screen over there, you'll see the one that I'm getting ready to play. And if that, I'm gonna cry. If that one doesn't do us, this one doesn't do it to you. Something's wrong. But before I play it, I wanted I, w- I wanted to say this. Um, about six months after my dad had passed away, I was out somewhere. I don't know where I was or what I was doing. I really I don't, I don't remember. And but but I saw some unusual tree or plant. I I, I don't know why it it was unusual enough that I, it would call attention to it. Mm-hmm. And I was looking, and I was like, what is that? I've never seen anything like that. And my dad could identify any tree or plant. He knew what he was talking about. Gosh, I love people like that. And I was looking at this tree or plant. I think it was a tree. And I was like, I've just, I've just never seen anything that's shaped like that. I've never seen anything with leaves like that. And I said, I said to myself, I was alone. And I said to myself, well, I'll ask dad. Mm. And then I realized, not there. Yeah. And it's funny how that happens. Some days it's like, it would it literally, they were just yesterday you were just talking to him. Yeah. It just, it, it's been several years now. And I haven't done that since. But boy, it just struck me at the time, you know gone he's you know he's he's not here sometimes not in a bad way but sometimes you almost forget that they're gone yeah oh yeah it is um but man i can hear him now talking trees and plants he'd be out somewhere he he could tell you all about it yeah you ask him a question about a tree or a plant he knew um but um if you're a dad this song i know some of you probably have never heard this song before and I know some of you know it well and have heard it many times. But to me, 
this is the quintessential dad song of all the ones that are out there. This to me. There ain't gonna be a dry eye in the house here. Conway Twitty. That's my job. I woke up crying. True, it is. Love without end. Amen. Another great dad song from George Strain. Celebrating dads all week, heading into Father's Day weekend. Quick story when my oldest son, Chandler, was little. Love George Strait. I guess it came, he came by it honestly. Mm-hmm. We went to a George Strait show and we were backstage. I took him backstage. It was one of his first backstage things. First time he ever met. George Major Strait. cool points here, Dad. Right. Major cool points. So we were back there, and I had printed the lyrics from that song, and I took them back with me. And George wrote a special message to Chandler on the bottom of those lyrics. Oh, man. And I still have that, of course. It's in a safe, and I have meant to frame that for him and just have never done it. I, I got to do it. Make sure you make a coffee and then put it back in the safe. Yeah, oh, don't worry, I will. <laughs> uh, we got a little TV dad quiz. Um, I did, uh, what, five out of six last Five time? out of six. All right, so this one, I, I got a feeling this is going to be harder. You got five this time. Five total questions. Five total questions. It is uh, multiple choice. But would you characterize this as more difficult than the last time we did it? No. You would not? No. Uh-huh. No, because you know everything. No. Well, right. We're going to start off easy with Homer Simpson. Amber, I'll give you two options here. Was it Homer Jr., Lila, and Martha, or Bart, Lisa, and Maggie? Bart, Lisa, and Maggie, right? Easy, easy, easy. All I right. was right. You were right. Next one. The dad is Hayden Fox. Man. Did he have a, a daughter named Kendra, Kiera, Kelly, or Connie? Kelly, the show was Coach. Got it right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next. Let's see. Let me go through them. Here we go. All right, this is the one that's tricky. The dad's name is Nick Russo. I can give you the show. Hold on. But if I do... Oh, I know what you're saying. I know, I know what you mean. The show was Blossom. Okay, here, here's your child's, your, your, your options here. Okay. Scott, Michelle, and Luke. No. Or Tony, Joey, and Blossom. yeah got it all right here's another one you should get right off the bat the dad is tim taylor okay tim the tool man taylor loved that show very much were his sons justin calvin and brett (laughs) or brad randy and mark brad randy and mark ding 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 and uh last one but one of my favorites maxwell sheffield from the nanny. Did you ever watch the nanny? I, I did watch the nanny. I thought Fran Drescher was gorgeous, but boy, that voice just wore me out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, I loved her. Okay. Yeah. Here's your two options. Was it Charlotte, George, and Louise? Or was it Margaret, Brighton, and Grace? Had to be Margaret, Brighton, and Grace. Brighton, Sheffield. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and I didn't remember any of that, but Brighton is such a hoity-toity name. Yeah, it oh, it just matches. It just, yeah, totally, I can see it. 
Margaret Bright and Grace. All of them sound the like The writers on the show had that nailed. Didn't yeah, they? absolutely. Congratulations, Dale. Once again, Thank you're you. a dad who knows everything. Thank you very much. Happy Father's Day to all you dads. Firewood crackle in the fall air. Red dirt playing. Wake up with the Wolf Show heading into Father's Day weekend. Hope all you dads have an awesome weekend. Awesome day on Sunday. We've been talking about traits you got from your dad, but what is the what's the one skill you remember you got from your dad? First thing that comes to mind, the skill that I got from my dad. For me, it's it's woodworking. My dad was such a great woodworker. He's a very my dad. My dad did not have a college education, but he was an ingenious man, mm-hmm. and he would if he needed something, and it was outrageously expensive or too, or too much. He'd figure out a way to make it. He could stand and look at something and go, I can make that. Yeah. And just go do it. Yeah. It's amazing. I don't I don't have the level of skill that he had, but he did teach me a lot of things about working with with wood in particular. You know, you're making me think about I only got my dad till I was ten. So it's like yeah. there's only some skills I can remember he had. But I want to say, you know, I was talking earlier, the trade I got from him being a cheapskate. But I want to say that comes with a lot of things. Like you said, your dad would look at something and basically say, I could make that, but I can make it for cheaper. Yeah. I'm one of those people, I guess my cheapskateness comes in the fact of maybe some skills and my creativity where I'm like, I can do this, but I can do it on a dime instead of a dollar. You know? Yeah, sure. Um, and I was just thinking about something. Oh, oh it just slipped my mind. Oh, I guess another good thing my dad was really good at, he was a great educational guesser. Mm-hmm. And it's random, I know. But even at like seven, eight, nine, I was killing it watching Who Wants to Be a Millionaire with him. Bang, by edu- bang, bang, nail by it. Edu- <laughs> educational guesses alone. Yeah. And that's something I've stuck to, too. If you give me multiple choice, I will more than likely give you the correct answer, whether I know it or not. Zero in on it. Because of educational guessing. And so I guess that's maybe a little skill I got from my dad, too. Or I'm just a really good BSer. I don't know. I put together a list of stuff that I thought they're both things I learned from dad. And things that I taught my kids. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think that some of these are things that you might not normally learn from dad, like cooking. And my, my ex-wife was a fantastic cook. Uh, she didn't have a lot of time to do a lot of cooking. But I loved cooking. It's more of a hobby than anything and else. And I love that. that you love that and yet you're good at it because I've eaten many of your meals and yeah. they're delicious. So th- thanks. But I, I, but I, I kind of showed my kids how to cook, um, how to read a map. It's a lost skill. Oh, I am lost at that. I have no idea. Yeah, I taught him how to. Re- I taught him how to read a map. My dad taught me how to read a map. Uh, change a tire. That's a smart one to have. Um, any sort of just general easy repair and maintenance, like changing a, a bulb in your, your tail light, or slapping you know, some duct tape on something, <laughs> something, <laughs> something like that. But I think the big two are how to drive a car. Yeah. When my kids were in their early teens, I would take them to the church parking lot. The church had a huge parking lot, and I would let them just drive, just drive all over that parking lot. I'd let them park in parking spaces and do all that kind of stuff. And they grew up, you know, driving tractors and mowers and ATVs and mm-hmm. all that. So they were good drivers anyway, but they really enjoyed going and driving the big car. I know for a fact if my dad had been alive when it came to driving, my mom would have definitely put me in the car with him. 
She uh, didn't want to do it, so she called her best friend slash our neighbor across the street, Mr. Bruce, mm-hmm. and he took me driving in his big expedition. So that was the first car I got to learn to drive. And he goes, you can drive this. You can drive just about drive anything. anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think the one thing that I remember the most from being a kid and what I remember most, especially with my first son, was riding a bike. Oh, man. I remember teaching Chandler to ride the bike. And I remember the moment he he got it. And I remember pushing him off. I said, you can do it. Go. Just keep pedaling. And I could, t- I could show you the exact place on the driveway in the yard where he said, I got it. Oh, you put a tear in my eye because I was like, what a special moment for a day. You're letting your boy go. He's got it. Never forget it. Never forget it. I saw the lion baptized by the fire. Wake up with the Wolf Show. 857. Bears, bears, and more bears, or is it just the one bear? You know, it's not unusual to see bears, really. It's just there's a lot more cameras out there now. Doorbell cameras, security cameras, phone cameras. Everybody's taking pictures, you know. They've got the, the Kernersville bear with its own Facebook page. And then the other day, some in a neighborhood down the, off a of ski club road here in High Point with a yard that backs up to 311, there was a bear in the yard. Oh, man. So everybody's seeing these bears. Uh, but, you know. Somebody from the zoo says, hey, it's not that unusual. We're just seeing them, and these first-year bears making a break away from their parents, going out, and blah, blah. You know, It's so. like Rum Springer for yeah, bears. Right, it is. So <laughs> not that unusual. But uh, you know, people, again, we have to tell you, don't try to pet the bear. Don't approach the bear. Oh, my God. Let, Let me talk be. to the bear. Yeah, oh, it's a bear. Look how good to be the bear. No, don't do that. The bear will... One swipe of his claw could take your entire face off. Yeah, they're not a teddy bear. No, they're not. They're um, wild animals. I would hope people aren't that dumb, but you know, there's always a forewarning there. Because uh, there's it. people like my sister, be like, "Come here, baby, come to Baba." That's like people. There's like there's a warning on the airplane on the emergency door that says, "Don't open this in flight." Yeah, yeah, right. You know, I hate to say it. I hate to be this person, Dale, but I am the earthy girl here. So it's really sad to see these bears too. I feel like because you just. We're pushing them further and further away from their natural habitats. Well, you know, there've been the, the population of bears has been increasing dramatically uh, over the last several years. So there's just more of them, mm-hmm. you know, and all the efforts to protect the bears and all of that. I mean, you go to the Smokies or you know go to Gatlinburg, you're liable to have one walk up on your porch. Or I've whatever. never had it happen, but I want to so bad. <laughs> Come tear my trash up, bear. I want to see you. You want to get up close look. Just don't touch my car. You just want to be right through the glass. You want to be safe. Yeah. But you want to see the bear. Yeah, yeah. Bear. I'd like to see them. I don't, you know, I don't want to touch my car or, you know, come bang on my glass. But yeah, so don't approach the bears. Just, just look at the bears and let them do what they're going to do. Also, uh, in the way of local happenings or something that should be happening that is not, uh, the lottery says that if a winner does not come forward, they're about to forfeit $1 million. Does that just go back into the lottery again? Just, yeah, there's just no... The, can, the I, can I volunteer to take the money? No, no, you can't. You, you must have the winning numbers. It was the New Year's Eve Mega Millions drawing. A ticket was sold at the Circle K on Williams Road in Louisville. It was a $1 million winner. The winning numbers, 2, 5, 30... 46, 61, and 8. This ticket expires Thursday, June 30th. After that, it it is no longer... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.